So, folks, here's what happened on day three of Trump's civil lawsuit trial in New York City. I mean, what what a carnival this is. And it's it's Trump that's making it a carnival. It's his attorneys that are making it a carnival. And, folks, it, it went like this. So here it, here's the article from Salon.com. It's entitled, Jesus, Judge Explodes a Trump Lawyer for Trying to Waste Time During Questioning. So what happened? There's the judge, Judge Engeron. It says the New York judge presiding over Donald Trump's civil fraud case lost his cool with the former president's legal team as they tried to employ, employ their delay tactics while questioning a witness during Wednesday's trial. According to a Daily Beast reporter, after Trump lawyer Jesus Suarez repeatedly asked longtime Trump accountant Donald Bender lengthy questions about specifics from 2011 to 2020, New York Supreme Court Justice Arthur Engeron exclaimed, Jesus! <laughs> so, he's screaming that because that's the name of Trump's lawyer. You know, he's not saying Jesus because, you know, he's going through the roof, but he is kind of going through the roof. So, in response, other Trump attorneys argued that they have to repeat the questions for each year because the case depends on a statute of limitations. Engeron, however, countered that he didn't care accusing the defense team of wasting time and instructing them to ask if answers for all years are the same. Tensions continue to rise as Suarez persisted, asking separate questions about 2013 actions for individual Trump properties. So, evidently, they're, they're going through 2011 to 2020 and asking the same question for every year for different properties. I mean, that could take days. So the judge says, Counselor, can we lump all this together against using the same principles? The judge asked, though Suarez agreed, he continued to draw out the questioning. And the judge said, I don't talk just to hear myself. I'm precluding you from doing this, the judge said. Where you're not allowed to waste time. This is what this is becoming, the judge said. The judge added, raising his voice as Suarez continued. Fellow Trump attorney Chris Kyes later jumped in twice, evidently, to assure the judge they would do their best to streamline, but each time the judge responded, doesn't seem like that yet. After the latter instance, the judge reiterated that it was pointless to go through each line, but Kyes questioned him in a condescending tone. So this is Trump attorney, Trump's attorney, taking a condescending tone to the judge, asserting that it makes a poor record, frankly, if you don't do it this way, and foreshadowing an appellate court fight that will attempt to nullify the three-month trial. Despite the tense exchange between the judge and Kaizi, Suarez continued to belabor the process. I have a thick skin, but it's really being pierced here, the judge said. So, oh my God, it doesn't have to be this difficult, but they make it this difficult. They make it a real pain in the butt, don't they? You know, he's known. Donald Trump is known for drawing things out, taking his time. So Trump had this to say when he actually left the courtroom after that exchange. It was probably about noon. So here's what he said. Going down the line, page after page, document after document, and the bottom line... To waste time. This is rigged. No, it's not. He said that Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million, and it's worth $1.5 billion or thereabouts. $1.5 billion or thereabouts? It was worth $18 million. So they defrauded us because no. he called me a fraud. 
He's going to be a fraud. And he values Mar-a-Lago at 18 million. 18 million. And you can't do that. Yeah, you can. It's worth probably 50 to 100 times more than that. Probably. And our corrupt attorney general, she's totally corrupt. She just wanted corrupt. the publicity to run for governor. And then she failed running for governor. She had, no, she had practically nothing in terms of vote. But she went after Trump because she was running for governor. That's the only reason. God. But she got the judge to value Mar-a-Lago for $18 million. Uh, rewind. When the smallest house in Palm Beach is probably worth $50 million. And this is the biggest, the best anywhere in the country. There's nothing like it. There's nothing so like it. they put it down at $18 million, And they said, I, I overvalued it because we had it valued at a much lower number than it's worth. And by the way... My financial documents are valued much less than my actual value, which nobody even knows. But the financial documents that I gave to the bank are much less than my actual net worth. Prove it. So therefore, I gave them to the bank. They can't be abroad because I gave them lower numbers. I'm probably one of the only people ever to seek the loan. I didn't even need the loan because you see the kind of cash I have. I didn't even need loans. What? Maybe you don't do a deal or two. A but wheeler deal? A lot of cash, a lot of everything. You know, a lot of people are very surprised at how successful this is. You saw it today with the kind of cash I have and the kind of success we've had. Oh, go Donald. But I'm a private company. I was never going to reveal this kind of stuff, but now it comes out. Oh my God. You know, where do you begin, folks? So, you know, his big complaint, first off, is the fact that they're valuing, valuing Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. He thinks it's worth $1.5 billion or thereabouts. You know, the celebrities do this, too. When they go to sell a property, uh, they list it for, you know, the moon. And then it ends up selling for, like, a fraction of that. So, I don't think it'll happen here, obviously, but Donald Trump, let's test that theory. If you think it's worth $1.5 billion, let's list Mar-a-Lago and see where in the hell the, the final price is that property right you know if you're lucky some russian oligarch might come in and, and buy it but nobody's paying out one and a half billion dollars for it for god's sakes and then did you hear what he said about the financial documents he's like i gave the the bank actually lower numbers than i than i talked about nobody knows this what so what what in the hell is going on here i mean this is just some weird accounting folks so to that point, Donald Trump, prove it. Let's see the numbers that you gave the bank. So, folks, this was about noon when all this happened. And then after that, Donald Trump hopped on the Trump train there, the, the big black limousine SUV Trump train, and he got on his Trump plane and presumably took off for Mar-a-Lago, that, that golden property worth one and a half billion dollars did you see that while he was talking about all this he had the maga accordion what is that you know where he does this the maga accordion folks you just you just can't make this stuff up till next time